the new Inverary medley for 2021, <laughs> everyone. Arranged by your... Uh, <laughs> I was feeling a little Christmas jam, you know? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was really nice. A little, a little does, uh, as they say, go a long way. Hello, everyone. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Channerant Podcast. This is an explicit show, uh, so I'm going to let you know. Just did. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Fuck. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Just move on. Listeners <laughs> can review the show on iTunes, etc. What did I miss? <laughs> you can uh, send us emails and voicemails. We play it on air. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the Channerant store at channerant.com. Become a patron. Patreon.com slash Channerant. If you're watching this live stream right now, you must be a patron. So are one you. of our fantastic patrons, or you bummed the, the link from somebody. And if if that happens, get pay $5, you cheap fucking cunt. Pay it. <laughs> pay the fucking money. <laughs> Last but not least, please invite, share with your friends. Uh, hey, Fuko. Yes, Josh. You know what really makes me wake up in the morning and say, nay. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Josh? Um, when uh, you know, when no matter which piping podcast I try to listen to, including ours, apparently all I can hear is Andrew Douglas's fucking voice shilling his new tuning videos. I Wait, mean, he's on other podcasts besides yeah, us. Yeah, I just I just heard him on Rab's show. I was listening to Rab's show this morning. I was driving. I had to go across town. I'm on a press tour. Yeah, it, it is does feel like a press tour. Like you uh, just did something important, but it's just a tuning video. It's just a tuning four. video. Yeah. Yeah. Four, four, four tuning four. videos. But we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll talk to Doogie all about his latest brain baby. Um, right after we get through some news and updates. Let's do the news and updates. Yeah, so this is some stuff. There's some things on here that we didn't have time for last week because uh, Cameron and Glenn <laughs> wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Went on for two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh uh, Cahill was on the, the pod band, pipe band podcast. I know he was. Did yeah. you listen to it? I did. I listened to the whole thing. They're on like episode 24-ish or something like that. Yeah, are they really already? I listened to that one because it had Cahill and they were talking about service bands. I, I listened to the first one and Cahill's. That's it. My favorite. <laughs> so like there was there were some interesting takeaways. I will say this. I enjoyed uh, enjoyed the episode. Um, one of the ones I liked you was Cahill. Uh, if you know, we often internally on the show wonder why Cahill just disappeared for like a year. Right. And he kind of got into it. He talked about, you know, he's like, like, I was just taking on too much fucking work. Between, like, work, the fucking fire service band, the fucking Phoenix band, Wisp of a Desert brand. She was like, I hadn't, you know, he had no time to sit at home and fist himself or whatever he does right. uh, when, he's not, <laughs> when he's not playing bagpipes. So I thought that was an interesting topic, you know, the idea of taking on too much work and then just, like, taking a step back saying, you know, you can, can fuck yourself. Sometimes you got to do that. It's, smart, it's a smart move, I think. I mean, uh, Doogie, you're one of the more workingest people I know. Uh, you ever just going to, like, take six months off and tell everyone, to piss up a rope well it's fun it's it's actually like really funny i was just thinking that which is uh in a way i don't want this uh, you know in a way covid couldn't have come at a better time for me you know because like i'm so excited about everything that's going on everything we're doing but like man you start to feel burned out sometimes oh yeah and like uh you we know, were definitely this there. weekend this weekend is lurgan or something right yep i think i was gonna fly over and play in scotland this weekend if I'm not mistaken, maybe that was last weekend. Can't remember. But like, time has no meaning. You know, it's um, it's actually been nice to like not have anything super huge that I have to do right now, right? Um, <clears throat> piping wise. So yeah, is that a relief that you're not traveling to Scotland four times this year? Uh, like in a way, it is. You know, and I don't want to retire. It's it's interesting, right? Like I'm young. I you know I don't want to retire, <laughs> but like, but it's like, uh, but it's difficult, right? Like to get myself playing at that standard. Uh, it's hard, yeah, you know, it it's taxing. <laughs> um, and, um, 
So to have a year to not have to do it is good. Now let's just hope I can come back next year and not get cut. Right. You know, <laughs> but you want to know. Yeah. So, and then and, and I do feel rejuvenated already. Like uh, by the time next season rolls around, I'm going to be ready to really like dig deep into all the Inverary concert material, which is like a big project and it's going to be cut. And then, um, you know, like I'm going to be ready to dig in. Yeah. Cool. It's gonna well, be- yeah. I would say, you know, we were, I, I, it's no understatement to say that we were and potentially still are burned out. Oh, I'd still, say. still am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, so Andrew, can we quote you? Andrew Douglas says COVID good. Yeah. Uh, if that's, uh, if that's the, uh, episode uh, quote that comes away from this, I think maybe I, sh- I should settle. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the episode title Piper's dojo approves COVID-19. <laughs> Oh, that'll be clickbaity, isn't it? That's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's better. Hey, you know, we have better please, chances of getting away with that one than we did the please. last one. <laughs> please don't yeah, tank please his don't business. Please don't make that the title. <laughs> please, uh, but the other, uh, going back to Kale on that show, um, yeah, the other thing I thought was interesting takeaway, because it was him and it was another, uh, and I, I'm fortunate I forget the guy's name because he was a drummer and I don't Matt care. Matt um, But Amen. they were uh, talking about service band stuff. And it's like, well, what's your favorite part about being in a, a service band? And they're like playing with firefighters. Like, it's nice to have all of our friends do a thing that's not work together mm-hmm. and they're like well what's the worst part about playing in a service band he's like playing with firefighters because yes, exactly. everybody <laughs> thinks they fucking know everything <laughs> <laughs> they're all in charge they're all yeah. type a person yeah it's like it's like it's a bunch of people who are like constantly trained to be like i know the most about anything at any given time and then you put them in bite band and they just like won't shut the fuck up and do what they're told right exactly which has also been my experience at times with people <laughs> who are like cops or fire or ex-military in like a band setting yeah, they don't like to take direction at all. Well, and yeah, well, it's always like things like, well, you know, the way that I do it is this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you not to do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to listen to somebody else. Yeah, I might know like, more. Like that's incorrect. Um, but you know what I took? You know what I took away from that episode? Uh, what's that? And this is might be why Kevin won't speak to us. But uh, 24 episodes in, and they have not gotten any better. Like it is still painfully awkward to listen to that. Show. You know, I will say this: uh, I I watched, I did the YouTube because I thought it would be a video, but it was just, just the audio, audio on the YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming something went wrong with like the Zoom call. Uh, no, no, no. They the video like, is only for patrons. Oh, okay, that makes that's sense. That's how they do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say I watched it at one and a half speed, one half speed yeah. on YouTube, and that was actually like it. It that makes it sound normal. <laughs> it had the pace. It had the pace of a human conversation right, at that point. Yeah. But the pauses are still long. The like empty yeah. space where nobody's saying anything, and like Cahill has to start running the show. At one point, it was pretty funny where yeah. he's starting to direct people. I'm like, <laughs> he can't. He can't just. Show, he can't just take a back seat. Cahill has to fucking come in. <laughs> he's got to run. Everything. Typical fucking firefighter. Come in, and pretend like he's in charge of everything. He's got to run everything. Yeah. Jesus. No <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was nice, and we had it on the notes for last week, but didn't get to it because, like I said, Cameron and Glenn. Wouldn't shut the fuck up. And they were awesome. Yeah, they were so much fun. <laughs> we it was had, a great show. We had so much. I think we went, we, even after we stopped recording, we were we talking to those guys for like another half hour. We just had a great fucking time. So hopefully we'll have them back on soon. Um, those, are two of my, uh, those are two of my absolute favorite people. They're That's just excellent. great guys. Yeah, no, I, you, I never know because like I didn't know them personally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, like, I think I was friends with Cameron on Facebook maybe. Right. And uh, no, they're like they're funny, personable dudes. <laughs> and he had a whole fucking like laundry list that he we, we did we not get, get to any of it. <laughs> um, another thing I had up here: updated cancellations, uh, Stone Mountain and Prescott. Oh really? Oh, and the Flagstaff School is now officially canceled. Yeah, Flagstaff School is also canceled. So um, 
looks like those instructors won't be getting their spring break this year to <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> diddle all their students. Nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, boy. All right, there goes our freaking sponsorship again. Oh, well. <laughs> all right, uh, Fusco, you want to get to our first email? Uh, yeah, this came in from a friend of mine. We will keep her anonymous, but it, it is a yeah. Female. For the record, when guys, when you uh, when you send us something, if you say don't say this on, the, tell us before, tell us right when you send it. Don't put it on the show. Like we had one that I had to cut out of an episode from the guy we did the happy birthday thing for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like he emailed me like after we live streamed, like oh yeah, by the way, please don't put that on the air. And I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> why like, don't you say this? Like, we've English. already fucking done it. <laughs> So unless told otherwise, we are, you know, tell us if you want to be anonymous. Tell us if you don't want to say it on air. <laughs> so uh, it is important to know this is from a female, though. So she says, uh, hey, just finished the most recent episode of the podcast. Just wanted to say how much I respect you guys not talking about race issues until you have someone on who can speak from experience. Can't believe I'm going to say this, but for once, you're actually, you've actually come out more appropriate slash sensitive slash politically correct than Big Rab. Who, who? Where's our winner music? <laughs> where's our hero music? Yeah, who edit that uh, in? <laughs> who, though that he, a straight as a rod white man, was the right per- thought he was the right person to discuss and come to conclusions about sexism in the pipe band world. That was a while ago too. Without seeking so much as a single word from a person with a vagina, and yes, I am sour since I spent ages penning an incredibly eloquent email to him on the topic and got no response. Anyway, I expect when you do discuss the topic, it will be appropriately on-brand and inappropriate to make up for uh, doing the right thing. Hope all is well. Accurate. Yes. So I did ask this person to come on the show and do a sexism thing with us. I'm, I'm so down, yeah. She's, she's in. I love doing things better than rap. Uh, and that was man. not Camille who wrote that, by the way. <laughs> it wasn't Ozzy? <laughs> no, because she, she wouldn't have done anonymous if it was Ozzy. No, she wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're better than rap. Thank you. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I did listen to the sexism episode. Um, yeah. Sodes, I think multiple. He did it. Sodes, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. We're here to make dick jokes. Uh, we do want to talk about it. We just don't want to be two white guys on a Zoom call talking about racism because, <laughs> like, we, there, there's no nowhere for us to go with that. I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, cool. So here's an email from Mary, Queen of Legs. Yeah, we haven't heard from her in a while. We haven't heard from her in a while. Uh, and this is, is in I response to, to the conversation about the, the dancers, right? Yeah, I want you to read all the way to the end on purpose. Okay. I left that in there. On okay. Hi, boys. Just wanted to weigh in on Rab's question about piping for dancers. From a dancer's perspective, I have to say that piping for dance competitions looks like a totally thankless job. Pipers are asked to play the same tune over and over again, exactly the same way each time. Vary the tempo between groups of dancers, and we will be cursing you for screwing us up. Try any variations in the melody of the tune to break up your boredom, and you'll probably get a talking to from the judge. Pipers rarely get any kind of positive recognition from dancers. Worst case, we remember your name because you changed tempos or played a particular dance tune with the wrong rhythm. Best case, you sound as steady as a recording, so we forget you're there. (laughs) Outside of competition, you have a bit more liberty with tempos and tune choice, but forget to play an intro, a.k.a. to play through the first part one extra time so the dancer has time to bow or curtsy, also known as playing the tune wrong. Uh, that's not in the email. I just added that because the whole extra line thing is like, that's not how fucking tunes written and dancers will roll their eyes and act like you forgot the most basic thing in an attempt to redeem dancers slightly. I will say that as an adult, I've done more performing than competing and I've gained an appreciation for the fact that piping for dancers is a very specialized skill for pipe for any pipers considering playing for dancers. Don't let me scare you off in a performance live piping and dancing totally enhance each other and make for a way more impressive show. If you're thinking of getting into it, I would suggest finding a dancer to practice with who can give you honest feedback and maybe start by playing for dance shows and not competitions. They definitely don't seem like easy money by 
they are definitely don't. I'm oh, sorry, they don't seem like easy money by any stretch. Anyway, that's my two cents. Keep washing your hands and hailing Satan. Mary, Queen of Legs, and then Mary McQuaid, PhD, postdoctoral researcher, Centre de Research Hospital, My Son Rosemont, Université de Montreal. It's a hell of a fucking email signature, Mary. God damn. I just want to point out that PhDs listen to us and love us. <laughs> I love, I love this. Uh, I hope that she uses this on her on her professional emails. Well, keep washing your hands and hailing Hail Satan. That would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what we're about here on the Chainrant Podcast. Watch your hands. Do that's you, what you yeah. want to get in an email from your doctor. Yeah, wash your hands, <laughs> hail Satan. Uh, Doogie, you ever play for dancers? You ever done? Yeah, that a couple times. Like in a competition or just just some uh, show? Yes, yeah. So I, I actually I played for uh, dancers in performance gazillions of times and then a few times for competition yeah does it suck is it is it fun or do you hate it uh it's fine uh you just gotta be you know you just gotta know your stuff and you have to collaborate uh with dancers uh to make sure you're doing what they want yeah 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 i i would say this to any prospective pipers out there that are nervous about playing for dancers you gotta keep in mind man bagpipes don't really uh pull a lot of ass <laughs> this, so, is your, this is your opportunity this is your fucking chance dude like <laughs> like if you're coming if you're let's say you're a 18 year old fucking bagpiper right now or 17 year old bagpiper right now you need to figure out who your local dance group is and start volunteering to play because it'll help you with your playing gives you a chance to practice and you'll actually meet girls absolutely Right, mm-hmm. like if, really in shape girls too. Yeah, girls that are super <laughs> fit, dude. They'll break that thing off. Like, <laughs> you gotta fucking, you gotta get out there, put yourself out a bit, and you know, uh, find your local dance group, volunteer to play. If you're an old creepy fuck like Fusco, uh, don't do that. Don't do that because yeah, do. Um, that's too. It's a little too rapey. But if you're a kid, only for the if they're over eighteen, it's fine, right? <laughs> Goddamn. No, um, you know, no, it's, an, it's half your age plus seven. That's uh, the rule. Is it? Yeah, the rule is half your age plus seven is an appropriate dating range. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I've got to change, um, gotta change non, my uh, Tinder profile then. My, or in a non-pervy way, uh, I think you're absolutely right. They're saying there's no incentive to be a dance piper, and it's really awful, but. You, oh, we cut, we lost Doogie for a minute. There he is. Oh, you lost me? Yeah, did, just for a minute. Is it because of me or because of you? It's probably because of me because I've got my computer is going to burst into flames at some point trying to run all this crap. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, in a non-pervy way, you're right. That is one of the incentives to play for dancers is you get to meet girls. Yeah, you get to meet, you get and to meet then, cute girls. Um, they also pay you, don't they? And yeah. then they pay you, right? And that let's let's not. It can be a. It's a pretty good gig if you can get it, because mm-hmm. um, nobody's judging you all day. Instead, they're just paying you to play. Right. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is an opportunity for you to get paid by fit chicks and skimpy skirts, not you to pay them. You know, other way around. <laughs> <laughs> or or chicks and sailor outfits <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> um, okay, sweet. So uh, we got another email this is from Ian. Sco, you want to take that one? Yeah, just listen to the episode with Cameron and Glenn. Every time you guys get decent guests, I feel like it's the interlude from Dennis Leary's classic song, which is... We, I think we may have played this one time along the way. Maybe they're right when they tell me I'm wrong. about Doogie. I'm an asshole. asshole. Yeah, it's a great song. Fantastic. Doogie, do you know that song? Were you around back when that came out? Yeah, they wrote that song about me, man. (laughs) 
That's <laughs> <laughs> the Doogie Anthem. <laughs> like I was only maybe one year old, but they knew they they knew to write a song about me already. <laughs> Um, our next email is from Killian And it's a question directly for Mr. Douglas Sent to us today Ooh. It says dear Andrew uh, Is pee stored in the balls If yes do you think both balls fill up Simultaneously or does Wait one fill up Then the next curious to hear your thoughts Respectfully Killian <laughs> Wait a minute there's no way this is actually for me <laughs> That's what it's, it said, that's what it it's said. A Question for Doogie I could show you the email All right. I, uh, I call bullshit but uh, read it to me again is, it, is pee stored in the balls Is pee stored in the balls if yes Do you think both balls fill up simultaneously Or does one fill up for the, and then the next No I, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, no, P is not stored in the balls for 400, Alex. <laughs> okay. Also, is that the title? Of, is P stored in the balls? <laughs> Episode title. Don't write that one down. Is P stored in the balls featuring Andrew Douglas? It's a lot better than COVID is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got to keep in mind, we set the bar low at the beginning. That way, anything we come up with afterwards, you're like, oh, God. Okay, it's it's not as bad as the first one. <laughs> What was the one? What was the one we had to redact? What was the original title? That one was like sucking the dojo's dick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then Andy's emailing me like, "Hey, will you please uh, share this episode with all with your email list?" And I was like, "Bro, I, like, let's start by getting the name changed." Well, I changed the name. Did you share the episode? Uh, no, I still didn't share. God, see, this is why. This is why you should, kids. If Don't you're out there, <laughs> this is why you should never sacrifice your artistic integrity for the fucking man. For the man, yeah. Because <laughs> he'll tell you he'll, he'll fuck you over anyway. Yeah, he'll tell you <laughs> don't make the title about blowjobs, and then you change it, and he won't share it anyway. Um. So, uh, <laughs> in defense of myself, like sometimes I just hear some of the stuff that we say on these episodes, and it's like. Then I'm thinking of all the nice old ladies that we teach how to play bagpipes on the dojo, and it's just like uh, I'm not—I don't know if I'm ready to lose every single one. Of those <laughs> but yeah, I understand. I think I, I bet those nice little old ladies would get a kick out of this show. I know, and that's the funny thing is actually when you get down to it, you ask some of the nice old ladies, and they're like, "I fucking love that show." <laughs> Isn't it wild, man? Like it blows my it's mind. It's so weird. It's extremely weird. Yeah. I get I get people like obviously I, uh, during the strategy calls that are like that they'll just like they, a comment about uh, that makes me know that they listen to the show and, they, they listen. and then I get really uncomfortable for a second because I'm like fuck how do I handle this <laughs> like it's oh god it must be hard it must be hard being made famous by your best friend oh it's just tough oh yes it's all yeah. You. <laughs> Uh, oh, should we address these stupid fucking unicorn horns now so I can take them off? Oh, I was I was hoping we were just going to leave. We just want to leave them on the whole thing. Say, okay, we're just never, never going to talk about it. it. Okay, cool. But I do uh, want to say happy uh, Gay Pride Month. Yes. You know what I found out today? What's that? that, to that. Andrew Douglas is gay. No, no. Oh. They said uh, they came out, uh, and I never do this, but SpongeBob SquarePants is gay. I could see that. They came out hmm. with uh, in celebration of uh, Gay Pride Month. They announced this. I'm like, hmm. is that a retcon or is SpongeBob still on the air? Say what? Is it like retcon? Like, like when you know are you going? Are they going back and saying SpongeBob was gay all along? They're or? saying he was gay all along, and they just never talked about it, <clears throat> which that, is interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, if you were gonna be a gay object, inanimate object, a sponge would be super useful. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> for cleanup, great yeah. for cleanup. <laughs> yeah. uh, the ability anyway. of me sharing this episode is going down. Yeah, down. can you share this with the old <laughs> yeah. ladies? Yeah. Um, <laughs> If we if we make the title uh, Piper's Dojo announces SpongeBob is a cum rag, will you will you share it? That'll be the episode title. <laughs> Hold on, I'm writing that one down. Yeah. <laughs> Sponge 
Bob. Bob is. How do you spell Cumreg? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's 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 spelled. <laughs> Go ahead. C a u d. No, never mind. <laughs> I know you're going. A few of us will know. Yeah, so yeah, you know, ta- in uh, speaking of Gay Pride Month, you know, I couldn't help but thinking as I listened to last week's episode that Glenn and uh, Cammy are kind of like bagpipings Bert and Ernie. I could see that, dude. I was thinking they're kind of like who the uh, Waldorf and whatever from uh, <laughs> from the Muppets. Muppets, yeah. <laughs> they're a bit like that too. Yeah, they're Especially, just not old enough yet. Well, and I, I would have loved to have like announced that we had Glenn on too, but I didn't find out until kind of short short notice and that that uh cammy was was scared and had to bring his accountability buddy on yeah yeah i think that's what happened he's like hey uh i don't know if i'm gonna have much to say because i'm not drunk yet so let's bring glenn on because he'll he talk. was he was pretty tossed by the end of the episode yeah dude yeah. i heard from them the I, next I, was just, day. I watched him like in the in the call and he's just like this he's just like leaning in like back and forth in his son <laughs> dude he was totally hammed uh he he was messing him they were messaging me the next day hey how you guys feeling blah blah because blah, glenn wasn't drinking i guess and uh, Cameron's like, hey, man, I was listening to the show, and I was like, oh, I remember saying that. I thought that was the end of the show, and we still had like an hour to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he doesn't remember the whole second half. That's, that's Chanaran, baby. <laughs> All right, uh, so moving smartly forward, uh, we have the Band Ready Mini Band Contest, a.k.a. the hashtag F.U. Joe Brady Invitational. Um, this, is, this is an interesting thing. Do you think the band that shall not be named would be able to submit for this? Absolutely. I mean, I, th- uh, I feel like we got like six months before they figure out when they're going to start. Well, they're they're looking at September to do this. Nice. Or just post August thirty first. They're looking sometime in just after August. 31st. Now, my so question what, is, yeah. it's what four pipes? Four yeah. pipes, two snares, one bass, one tenor. Okay. So if you have less than that, can you still enter? No, that's that's the absolute minimum. Ah, oh, fuck me. Actually, that's exactly and even the you even have to have. even when it's yeah. on f- on the fucking internet, we don't have enough people. <laughs> Oh, we could do that. Do we have a tenor? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, we have a tenor, but... Would, we could. Let's see if we can come to town. We could do it. We, we could make it happen. I okay. bet you they would do it. I'll fucking Let me ask tenor. you this. I have a real question about this. All right, I'm ready. I mean... Um, and it's not... And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I'm actually honestly wondering this. Well, let's call Joe. Um, so, 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 so the premise it. of this is it's a mini band competition, and, and but it, you submit the thing like it's an online solo competition, right? And Correct. it kind of carries forward from there. Correct. Yeah. It's video format. So you like record your band playing and then you submit it. Yeah. So here's like an honest question. And um, I've been involved in several of these already uh, as a judge. But like, here's an actual honest question. Oh, and then I read some article from somebody like, online competitions are here to stay, you know, even that. after COVID and everything. Yep. But is this actually fun or not? The online competition thing. Uh, I okay. I think so. Yeah, so I think getting I together know. to play with your band and tape it is fun. Yeah. I think that that part of the event is fun. Everything after that, I wouldn't give a flying fuck about the results and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't care. No, I think people so actually do care it, more about the results. That's my point, though. That's my point, though. So you would do it once, and that would be it, because like, who cares at that point, right? Yeah, like I would just be like, oh, cool, let's get together, go hit a park, warm up, do a couple runs, put up the camera, do a run, and then fuck off. I don't. I, I don't think that's how most should do it in a park. I don't think how most. That's how most people approach it, though. But Andrew, well, look, take the solo stuff for example. Do you not think those are going to be a viable con- option going forward after everything goes back to normal? I'm trying to figure it out, right? Like I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. Uh, like, is this actually something that people actually like? I, th- I think so because it's I, way yeah way less for, expensive to do as a. I mean, some people like to go to the games and just go to the games, but I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, like, it, like, I mean, it depends on what you get, like, 
depends on what gets your dick hard, right? Like, if you're in it solely for the competition aspect, if you're one of those people that drives to Southern California, hits your solo at 9.30 in the morning, plays, you know, six events, and then just fucks off and goes home. And there's plenty of people that do that. I think this is a much, much easier way and much more effective way. I mean, I like going and having the sesh and seeing my friends and, like, doing all the band crap and, you know, even getting drunk and playing in 100-degree mass bands. Like, I don't mind that as much. Well, that's band playing, though. We're talking soloists versus band. (laughs) That's true. I think, well, I think there's more... I would reckon that there's a lot of people who are soloists that are not band affiliated that this is going to be like easier for them. And I, and I've known people before that they go to a games, play on Saturday and they fucking drive home. Oh yeah. I know lots of people that do that. Uh, they don't, they don't, they don't hang out in the beer tent. They don't fucking watch the wicked tinkers do the same shit for the past 10 years. Like they don't, you know, they just fucking, they just leave. <laughs> are the, um, like, so are the online competitions good? For pi- these, these are just, I don't know the answer and I'm not trying to lead anybody, but are they good for the piping world or are, are they like just another step towards the eventual demise of like uh, the solo competition scene? I think they're good. I'm a, I'm a proponent of... I think they're especially good for Americans. Yeah, I think they're really good for Americans, especially with travel, especially with, you know, economic issues. Like, I think... But they're, they're antisocial. It's a completely true. antisocial, community-less experience. Yeah, uh, but... Maybe, maybe. Have you like met your average Yeah, but say, have you, do you know a lot of pipe? Like, <laughs> most pipers are fucking antisocial. Yeah. Uh, I would say... I would say That's that not it, true, though. That's I would say more like, bagpipes is always good. So... I don't think it's going to replace anything. I think that uh, there's a lot of conversation about will online contests replace in-person contests? And I don't think that'll happen. I think they're just both, there's going to be both now. You're going to have access to online and you'll have access to in-person and choose your own fucking adventure from there. Well, okay. Let me, let me just like keep going with this. Like, so will there be more or will this just dilute what's already the somewhat struggling solo competition scene? I think there will be speaking more. primarily of North America. Like, I don't think it's struggling too much in Scotland, but yeah, I think there will just be more. I think it will. I think it will definitely weaken institutions that are built around uh, regulation of piping and solo piping. I think that you know the fact that you have you know bands or podcasts throwing events that don't have to be sanctioned and people will still enter. Yes, I do think that that kind of chips away at a foundation of. You know, you get a you get a group of people who got together and said, "Hey, now we're the ones that make all the rules for doing these kinds of events." And you don't even want to try to throw one because it's so fucking hard. You can never do it. And now you have people doing it from their laptop. And it's like, oh, your jobs were never that hard all along. What the fuck do I need you for? Right. Which uh, is, you know, and I think the I think that's true, one hundred percent. And I personally lean towards the idea that that's a really good thing. Is uh, you know just doing it ourselves. Uh, as you know, we've talked about that before on the podcast, but then like, but is that good or bad for piping? And I'm not, I don't know. I, yeah. I haven't figured that out. What do you think, Sco? You've been, you've been uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically quiet. Have I been? <laughs> uh, I think, I think there's a lot of positives because especially for North America, America, us in particular, because we, ne- uh, one of the big issues we deal with with students is that they don't get to play that much in a competitive uh, scene right over Scotland you have one every weekend maybe two a weekend and it's about a half hour away and over here it's yeah exactly <laughs> everything's a half hour away and uh, but over here like especially West Coast I don't know about East Coast but you have to go so far and it's maybe once a month you're lucky if you play and you get three a year and so you, you don't get to get into the groove you don't have any of that yeah. so I think 
and you don't get to be compared to people that are actually good in like in Canada and Scotland. But you know, yeah. if you're number one at Flagstaff, like who gives a shit? Like I go. wish I wish we could get some <laughs> more opinions on this. I wish we could have like more insight. I would love to have a professional person who really knows what they're talking about tell us these things. Yeah, you know, like if there was anybody that would be interested in potentially talking about, you know, oh, our it's Bert and Ernie, look at that. <laughs> you know, uh How's it going, boys? If anybody Ernie. knew if uh <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> online contests were good. Um oh, by the way, if you're just listening to the audio version, um we've shanghaied Doogie by bringing in Cameron <laughs> and Glenn again. <laughs> Did Surprise. you guys know that um, it's my birthday today? This must be what this is about. <laughs> no, no it's not. It's not my birthday. It's not, it's birthday. not your fucking birthday. I knew that. <laughs> uh, hello, boys. You know, long time no there. see. I feel like it's been forever. I feel like it's been. Are you guys the Jeez. first back-to-back guests? <laughs> uh, I don't F- think this uh, is. Fusco was know? a back-to-back guest for the first 100 episodes. I was going to say, these two guys are more front-to-back, I think. <laughs> these two homos. Oh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> it's Pride Month. <laughs> it's Pride Month. Sorry. We're wearing our fucking unicorn horns. <laughs> come on. So have you, have you guys been listening the whole time, or did you just come on at a certain time? We just, oh, we just, we just came. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first. Glenn just came. You'd have to, you'd have to be a, a patron to be listening so far, and that means paying these guys for. Yeah, these these cheap fucks are never gonna never gonna cough up five quid. I might give Cameron a free Patreon thing. Yeah, yeah maybe for, for Cameron. Cameron for. Uh, I feel like we should get a free play for sheets subscription, you know, because we came up with the term and, and they, he turned it into a business. Yeah, I know. What the hell, man? Have you guys, uh, have you guys launched it? Are you doing the sheets this week and all that? Oh yeah. I've already, I've already done some. Seven sheets quid a on. sheet? Seven quid a sheet or something like that. That's your, that's your basic model, you know? Basic, uh, man, I could tell people to go fuck themselves for what? See, seven quid, so twelve fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I hope this doesn't backfire on Josh and Andy because, like, I love catching up with you guys. How's it been? Yeah, how's it been going? Exactly, man. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh no, Cameron's got a list. He's he's ready to talk about. We got Doogie stories ready to go here. Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I was I was prepared for last week, and then about halfway through, I ended up, uh, you know, barely being able to see. <laughs> Just kind of quietly rocking back and forth. Yeah, this is, he oh, he my messages God. me through the week and said. Uh, I don't remember uh, saying anything after this point. I don't remember what what I said, and I was like, <laughs> "We still had an hour to go at that point." And, uh, Cammy, you're looking well. You've had a haircut. Uh, Doogie, you're looking well. You've had a haircut. Uh, you guys, um, Fusky's had a wee haircut. I have since yeah, last week. Can't no, 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 sharp. No, no, no. Same as last week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I've got my sweet uh, rough tail brewing shirt that Beer Boy sent me. Nice. And he knows me well enough to intentionally send me shirts that are one size too small. <laughs> he, he does that on purpose. Yeah. Because he wants to see your pecs. He wants, he wants to see the guns in honor of uh, Gay Pride Month or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to know an interesting bit of trivia of what's happening right now? Absolutely. Is all five of us at one point or another uh, have been on the dojo staff. That is accurate. <laughs> how, many, how many are currently on? Three? Well, Glenn, you're sort of on staff as well because we've got you coming in for a tuning clinic at some point, I think, right? It's true, true, yeah. So you're yeah. kind of like a, 
you're you're not really on staff like officially but, at the moment, but you're kind of are in a way. But also, I was an OG. Oh yeah. Well, is that true? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you you taught the very first semester? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> at WWU. That's absolutely right. <clears throat> you, maybe Jack Lee, would have been OG. Yeah, I remember. I remember a distinct uh, six-month period where the Piper's Dojo videos were fucking dope. The first six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Glenn oh, went on to go. better things like the Piper yeah. Center. <laughs> where uh, I, I did the um, I did the uh, the I think it was was it intermediate light music or uh, yeah right yeah it could have been something like that and yeah. I remember. Um, you know, in my class, we were, we were talking about embellishments and, you know, for intermediate, um, I was like, so uh, we all know what a, a bubbly note is, a darado? No, no clue. So it was a little bit, uh, I think times have moved on a little bit since then, right? Which is, which is good. You're doing pretty well, though. Dude, that was nine years ago, man. Yeah, crazy. I mean, we were doing that before, um, before people even kind of realized there was anything other than Skype, you know, like that. It, it, it like even tech companies weren't aware that they should have more than one person on a session at one time. So we were working with, I don't even remember the name of the company. And like, we were actually like in touch with the two guys that like built this software where more than two people could speak on a internet session at one time, you know? And then it was like, uh, and then they were like, check this out everybody on the call can chat with each other as well and people are like Psh! and then like watch this and then like he started doodling on the screen uh with like a little drawing tool and now it's now like especially during COVID 19 every person on earth uses zoom now yeah i'm pretty sure zoom invented COVID 19 and just <laughs> distributed it yeah they do like they do think it's a man stocks are going up baby <laughs> oh big yeah. time i mean i want to do i want to do my own uh video messaging software since it's obviously such an exploding space personally i like to lay flat on the floor in my stomach and stare at my laptop while i'm watching videos or chatting with people okay in, in a prone position so i think we can make a software where multiple people could do that and we could call it prone hub <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that link right yeah, now. Go, go, Joe go, Brady's gonna steal get it. On, get on, get on, GoDaddy, and buy Pronehub real quick. Pronehub. This is how we computer. <laughs> Joe, Josh, don't did get you work it. all week on that joke or what? No, I was just I was, while I was listening to you guys waffle on about shit no one cares about. I decided to write a joke in my head. Um, getting back to the show notes, <laughs> we've got we got a couple more things to get through. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the mini bands online contest shit. That's kind of been beat to death. Um, I say it's good. I yeah, I think it's more bagpipes. What's what's this number eight? What you got for me, bud? Oh, here's some controversy. Oh, I was talking to Brad about this last night online. Uh, so North Texas Caledonia Pipe Band. Jesus Christ, what a name. They're going to be bummed about the Stone Hill cancellation. Oh, big Stone Stone Mountain. Yeah, yeah so so are all the fucking ringers they fly in for it, a vacation. Exactly, yeah. So they're bringing out. Uh, just joking, just joking. <laughs> We're not. Yeah, we had an angry, angry voicemail from Jeremy. Oh, now. Here, here it comes right now. Uh, they're bringing in Aaron McLean, formerly of FM, to into the drum corps. So yet another giant in the field uh, to play in a grade four band in North Texas. Cash, dude. How they do this, I don't know. I want to go play for North Texas just to figure out their business Listen, model. Aaron McLean is the guy. Just to 
give the audience a background. He was the guy that was supposed to get Richard Parks in a Chanarant shirt. He's a fan of the show. What's up, Aaron? He never made it happen. We sent him a shirt. I actually, when we were there at the Worlds, like we took a shirt off of something. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, somebody was say, there yeah, at the Worlds. Was there because that was a year. We're like, please meet up with Aaron and give him your shirt. We'll send you another shirt. They for fucking free. took they their shirt off their back, off and gave their it to him, back <laughs> and gave it to him so he could go put Richard Parks on the shirt. It never happened. That's okay. We didn't really expect it anyway. But anyway, now. North I mean, Texas. if we if we can get all these fucking chuckleheads in and on a call together, we got to be able to get Richard, right? Oh, it's somebody knows him that will get us hook us up. Uh, uh, what I really want to know is, can I get Doogie Cameron and Glenn to play in the band that shall not be named, uh, and and get away with it? Because North Texas does it, so why can't we? We'll just pay him to come out and. Yeah, I'm king. You, Dude, you we got, we got, we don't have enough. Want to front the bill, I'm down. We don't I'll, have enough fucking money for that. I'll get a grant. I'll figure out how to get these guys here. <laughs> like the, the the tenor drummer's kilt is made of me just printing the fucking pattern on 11 by 17 sheets and stapling it together. Like, <laughs> oh, we got the, the fucking cash to fly people down. Are you joking my ass? Oh my we got fucked on St. Patrick's Day. Here, let's see if we bring Glenn in to play. See if anybody loses their shit, right? Because. Jeremy thinks it's like not a big deal to bring in these big names like Winston and fucking. Dude, let's fly fucking Stewart in and have him play in their pipe core. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. This let's... is the point I was trying to make when I was on the show and we talked about this. <laughs> fucking Stewart. Stewart loves coming to Vegas, dude. Like, we'll, we'll fly Stewart down. Oh, Jack. We'll have Stewart. Jack. We'll get everybody. It'll be good. <laughs> we'll get. We'll get all of the. We'll get a pipe core of everyone we've ever had at the Celtic Thanksgiving concert. It'll just be like <laughs> Stu, Jack, Ali, like Aaron. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, it's totally legit. They're not on anybody else's roster yeah. in fucking October. And they're like, what, what should we wear? I'm like, I don't care. Wear a fucking unicorn costume. We're like, we're going to win. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, this is a great idea. So anyway. I'll have, we'll have Stuart, Jack, Alley, and fucking Aaron Shaw in inflatable dinosaur outfits fucking marching, <laughs> like up, the, marching up the line with us. Would you guys do Glenn, would you Sponsored wear... Sponsored by LoneStarPiper.com. I think Glenn might do it. Cam, if we give him enough to drink, would do it. Would you wear an inflatable... Uh, Dinosaur costume in the contest with us? I think Cammy's the most likely of the three of us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I, I, I'd, yeah. probably do, I'd probably do it for the crack. Yeah, I think I, it would be, it. one, it would be viral, absolutely. It's just depending on which dinosaur, because some dinosaurs are cunts, you know. <laughs> Wait, what are you trying to say? Don't, you're not saying, no, nah, I'm not going to say. All, <laughs> not all dinosaurs are cool, man. I could be, I could be uh, the lesbian dinosaur. Do you know what you call a lesbian dinosaur? What's that? A lick a lot of puss. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> what about what about a gay dinosaur? What's that? A megasaurus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy Pride! Uh, happy, happy Pride Month, everyone! <laughs> happy Pride. Those are great jokes, by the way, man. Those are great jokes. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get so uh, many calls on this. Um, speaking of our ever diminishing number of patrons, after each horribly insensitive joke we make <laughs> uh we're actually doing a patreon happy hour it's coming up it's saturday june 20th um i forget the time i think it's like what one in the afternoon one in the afternoon for us yeah so uh if you are one of our patrons um you'll be getting a link through patreon it's just gonna be a big ass zoom call uh, it's not gonna be streamed or recorded or any of that shit mm-hmm. it's just gonna be us fucking about having you can say whatever you want no 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 repercussions, repercussions. <laughs> yeah uh, so you can, can come on and spout his Nonsense is yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm not Glenn. Out. Glenn can come on and you know talk about his systemic hatred of gay dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, Ouch. <laughs> I'm uh, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm open to uh, all of them. I think. You're <laughs> right and good jokes. Um, uh, so 
we do have a lot of dojo people on here. I guess we could talk about some dojo shit. Um, well, remember how good the vlogs used to be? The dojo vlogs? Oh, they were great. Andrew, were they great? Um, I thought they were pretty good, and then the editing got a bit shit in the middle, and then it got better again. <laughs> uh, but there is a new dojo promo code through the Channerant podcast, channerant.com slash tuning, and what the fuck is this for? What is this about, Andrew? Uh, well, it's funny you should ask. It's all about tuning. <laughs> How about that? Well, we found, yeah. that, we found that people weren't clicking through on the suck less link as much because uh, they didn't think they sucked, so they therefore didn't want to suck less i guess i don't, I don't know oh, i should have worn my hat you remember my hat I, dude that was a great hat, dude that man. thing was awesome i, I left it at home <laughs> so yeah uh now there's this uh what it's a four video series yeah so it's good old-fashioned free good old-fashioned free for free 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 for free, uh, free, free. four videos yeah that's the way to do it and what was the what was the kind of inspiration behind this aside from the fact that you got tired of listening to shit pipes uh well that's part of it. So, you know, uh, <clears throat> during the COVID era and everything, uh, listening to a lot of YouTube videos, you know, a lot of people, which is another thing that triggered me about last week's episode is talking about the unicycle pipers and all that and the, and the whatever, like they should, those people should sign up for the free uh, video series. <laughs> we'll send them the link. <laughs> Let's just send them the link. Yeah. Like, unsol- but, uh, like, we're not going to tell them what it's about. We're just going to be like, here, this is for you. <laughs> um, it's funny though. It's funny that Cammie and Glenn should be here though, because it would be a good question to ask them. I feel like nine out of 10 beginner and intermediate players, and maybe even some quote unquote advanced players, uh, they don't actually understand what tuning is really all about and they're not actually like getting it the way we might get it which is like a couple of things come to mind like we don't necessarily have a magical ear that can just magically tell whether a note is sharp or flat right like generally speaking we kind of test to find out whether a note is high or low, right? And then we make no, adjustments. I don't know. Speak for yourself. There, well, you know, think. like Glenn. Glenn's a bit fringe. He's like he is kind of a super genius, but uh, but no, like I think the average person doesn't realize that that there's no magic involved in like figuring out which way you might move your drone. Let's say, yeah. Um, and then the and then the other big thing is the understanding that the bagpipe is constantly changing, and so the goal is not to lock your pipes in tune. Right. The goal is to be so good at that that you can do it over and over and over again throughout a playing session. Um, and so I wanted to put something together that uh, really kind of dived into that and, and try to explain that to a large number of people. And so that's what the free series is all about. Well, and I was uh, listening to your interview today while I was rattling around in my piece of shit truck uh, with, a, with a lesser pos- podcast, um, you know, one that doesn't have quite the accolades uh, that we have the big rap show and you you mentioned how uh, you kind of were trying to treat this time as like an opportunity and you know for all pipers treat this as a time as an opportunity to like come out of it better because you got fucking all else to do we've been trying to kind of make that point with our band and I don't think it's I don't think it's really hit like I, <laughs> I don't think we've uh, I don't think we've managed to you know over our many many conversations with the band of like hey Now's a great time for you to suck less because you have fuck all else to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that that's... Wording, wording could be an issue there. We didn't say it this way. We, we're like, this is a great opportunity. I'm actually pretty PC when, I, when I'm when i talking to the band. Yeah. I, have to be, I have to be nice, Josh. We, we exaggerate a little yeah. bit here, but 
No, no, no. The idea was like, and I tell the students at Dojo, this is a great opportunity. COVID is great. You don't have any pipe band pressure from your idiot pipe manager who's telling you to blow harder and yeah. play faster and like go back to the fundamentals, man. Here's your chance. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. You can improve your maintenance. You can improve your basics uh, knowledge. Old people who voted for, uh, you know, Republicans will die because they're more susceptible to the disease. Like, you know, there, there's so many options here. It's a great time to be alive. <laughs> Especially in the major cities of the United States. Well, especially because there's things like play for sheets that are uh, coming to fruition. Oh, there you go. Yeah, where's where's my promo code kickback for play for sheets? Yeah, you cunts. You, <laughs> uh, yeah, wait. where's Stephen McWhorter? <laughs> I want. I Steven. want Stephen. <laughs> you have to. You have to at least mention it before you get fucking. <laughs> I, I don't, okay. Okay. We'll do. We'll do chanarant.com slash play for sheets. It'll link directly no, to we'll your home. Chanarant.com slash yellow flashes. <laughs> they'll get it. <laughs> um. And then, but, but I'll leave it up. I'll leave it up for a month. If we don't get Steven within that month, I take it down. We're, we're done here. Fine. That's business. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. Well, we're, while we're on here, we're going to negotiate with Andrew. We're going to, once, once we've told people, uh, you know how good or bad the performance is we can point them in the right direction over to the dojo to go and seek out some help and get it fixed you know what Fantastic. I mean it's a it's a, it's a diagnosis it's, well, not, yeah. it's not the cure and the then if someone the, if someone's response to your sheets is man these guys are fucking assholes go fuck yourself you're like well that kind of language you should really listen to the Chanarant podcast <laughs> <There you go. laughs> just kick back exactly this is this is this is a fucking synchronizing here it's perfect yeah, I think it could be a. I think it could be a mutually beneficial business relationship. Uh, Cheers. Like, uh, so what I'd like to do is I'd like to uh, never have to write sheets for seven quid a sheet. So, uh, well, I am. so what I'll do is send them to you. You give me like one quid if if they do it, one out of the seven for each sure. one. Sure. So and then. But then, like, listen, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. You scratch, uh, if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So then when you send them back after they receive the the crit and they sign up for the dojo, I'll give you our, you know, a a sweet affiliate deal. Exactly. That's how it'll work. But just just That's how we paid for these unicorn horns was with dojo (laughs) affiliate money. How much much do you get paid when you sit and judge a contest? Well... I, I, I can see exactly where this is going, and it's it's so much less, and it's awful. It's so bad. I'm about to say, I know what I pay my judges, and it's not nothing. Not a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah, but it's not a They're sitting there fucking two days for eight. Eh, it's it's, it's like... I think most people, most of them do it for a free fucking trip to Vegas. Let's well, be real. But like, they these, don't, we're talking about these guys yeah. go to fucking bumfuck nowhere, Scotland. Or wherever you know. That's true. I yeah. You couldn't pay me to go fucking judge Winter Storm, dude. The, <laughs> where I was going with that. Pay, some places pay really well though. Because yeah. No. No. They appreciate you, your worth and your time and all that sort of stuff. You know. And uh, those are the those are the those are the good gigs that you that you want to go to. Well, to so like EOSPBA, when you judge in the EOSPBA, you get somewhere in the ballpark for a full day of judging, somewhere in the ballpark of three hundred dollars plus travel. So like I don't want to come off as saying that's bad pay at all. It's like if you divide that by eight hours, it's really still pretty sweet. But but it is like really hard work, especially for me. Like I never handwrite anything, uh, so to be handwriting all day um, is like is really really intense. Oh dude, trust uh, me, I've, I've seen your handwriting. I know this. 
It's bad. <laughs> I've seen I've like seen cursing? notes. Or... I've seen handwritten notes on stuff. When we when we did the planner, and he was like he's like this this this, and I'm like I'm like just send him a text back. I'm like what the fuck? What is this word? I just like circle it. I'm like what do you, what does this mean? Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. And no, I'm not cursive. I'm I'm just like chicken scratch. Yeah, my yeah, handwriting I, I write, my handwriting is also in shit. All, all capitals, like in all all kind of block letter capitals, and I've been praised by people. Before <laughs> are you, are you pimping legible. the planner? <laughs> You know? oh, Fus- Fusky's got his planner. I got yeah. mine right here. Yeah, for those of you who are listening and you not can, watching, you can go uh, to the dojo uh, site and get the planner. Dude, oh, that, what's this I got here? Hold on. What's this other thing I got? Ooh, right, right, right here it says play for sheets. I got the whole dojo, oh, yeah, dojo book. Not, so over, oh, the course, look at that. over the course of eight hours, how many performances would you judge? Uh, like, well, it's about 12 an hour. Probably. <laughs> 12. Damn. 10 to 12 an hour. That's fucking. So, uh, was, uh, that's brutal. <laughs> I'm about to say, how fast can Cameron do 12 times 8? <laughs> after, after six glasses of wine. <laughs> He's like, okay, so you're, you're working out to just over $3, $3 a sheet. Yeah. Right. That's right. But you got to keep in mind, he's also not Cameron fucking Drummond. That's true. Here's where the big money is. Yes. There's no like. I remember. I remember showing up to Inverary and having that uh, having that realization. Like, oh shit, I am no Cameron Drummond, am I? I remember. Yeah, but it happens least, to most of us. At least you're in the front row, unlike Ross Miller. So real quick, because I do, I do want to let these guys just tear into Doogie a bit. Yeah, that's, we, why, that's why we brought him back. Yeah, we, we have Doogie stories. I need um, Doogie stories. But so I'm going to speed through some these last three items. So we have this like Andrew Shilliday Photoshop scandal that <laughs> Rab talked to us about. Don't care. Here's here's my biggest thing. Don't use someone's photo without permission, and don't do shitty Photoshop. Yeah, it was just shit. Yeah, I haven't seen. It was on Piping Press, uh, whatever that guy's name is. Well, and that kind of dovetails into, like, I mean, Piping Press has been in the fucking shit lately. They've been in the shit their entire lives. Yeah. So what? This you put this one in, right? The, I did? I thought so. The Scott Curry thing? Oh, right. Uh, mm. Fuck, I don't remember. Also, I don't know how I feel about the fact that I'm, I'm looking at this URL. <laughs> yeah, let's do this next time. Let's get yeah, let's do it next stories. time. Let's yeah. do Doogie stories. Oh, well, well hold on. I, got, I actually oh, yes, I do have some stuff for Doogie. We do have to so, do this. So uh, Doogie, as most of our listeners know, lives in this, this New York. This is going to be bad. I'm just predicting what's about to happen. No, 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 no. no. So, so he lives in New York. He does. And uh, New, not York, New York City. but Not New York City, but yeah. But There's enough. a difference, people. Yeah, I know. There's a difference. You fucking never shut up about it. Um, <laughs> so New York City issued... They're official guidelines for safer sex in COVID-19. And I want to make sure Doogie knows these so that, you know, for in his personal life, this is very important. He can be, he can be safe. Or for, to be quite honest, when Cameron travels to New York or Glenn, when he goes to the tuning clinic, he needs yeah. to be careful because yeah. he is now, he's a single guy. A lot of potential up there in Albany, New York. And I'm, and I'm not shitting uh, you. This is an official I, fucking document from the New York City government. I'm on... This is so it says take care it. during I, sex. I saw it a couple months ago. Here's, All right, let's have it. Let's have it. Come on. Here's, here's the first bullet point kissing can easily pass the virus. Avoid kissing anyone who is not part of your small circle of close contacts. Doogie, are you safe? Um, can I interrupt this train of thought to tell you kind of an interesting story that uh, this, this reminds me of? You might, trust me, you might want to wait for the second bullet point. <laughs> Okay. Can I, can, I, can I read the second bullet point? Because I, I had this sent to me as well. Yeah, Glenn has this as well. Glenn, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Glenn, uh, what's the second bullet point? Wait, wait. I need to, I need to open it up here. Hang on. <laughs> it is worth the wait, people. It is worth it. It is absolutely outstanding that this is an actual government document. 
Oh boy. Uh, where I don't know where I uh, I'll put the I'll put the link in chat for you, Glenn. So the first one, review the first one for me. Uh, kissing. Have you been kissing anyone that's not in your close circle of contacts? His wife uh, doesn't let no, him kiss I have him. Not. Maybe his kids, maybe, but his wife is nowhere near. How's that beard and uh, the the whole sex thing with the wife and the beard thing? It went away. It went away. It came back. Kind of. Uh, kind the of. The beard awesome. or the sex? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the beard? What 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 went away? The beard. Oh, okay. So Andrew hits me up a couple months ago, right? He's like, hey, what kind of oils and shit do you use for your beard? Because, like, my wife, I was my wife won't let me beard. go near me, won't let me go near her because I'm growing a beard because it's COVID-19 yeah. and he doesn't want to shave. I'm like, well, use this, 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 and whatever, right? This is what I use. She uh, doesn't like the prickly beard. Right. Like, she like likes a smooth beard. beard. Right. So Andrew's asking me how he can get laid by his wife, basically. So... <laughs> Those are your words, not mine. <laughs> but anyway, so I sent him a bunch of stuff. Hey, and, and you got to keep in mind, Andrew Fusco is an expert at getting laid by other people's wives. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ. Come on now. <laughs> um, so then Andrew's like, and then fucking th- what happens is Andrew's kids are um, nut sensitive, I guess. I don't know how to fucking say that appropriately. They have an allergy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they have peanut allergies, right? And it turns out that the shit. <laughs> Listen, SpongeBob is a cum hey, rag. Listen. Hey, hey, everybody's everybody's nut sensitive. Depends on who's nuts, dude. Like, <laughs> oh my they God. are allergic, allergic to, to nuts. Peanuts. Oh, peanuts. Sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. I, I found I found the um, the New York City health uh, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. So you got to go to item four, bullet point two. This uh, I've got it as item three, bullet point two. But uh, rimming, mouth on anus. Might spread COVID nineteen. <laughs> Virus in feces may enter your mouth, <laughs> and could That's lead to infection. This is a legit New York City document. Wait, <laughs> say it again, Glenn. Start all over and say it again. Andrew is completely <laughs> baffled. Right this now. is the episode title, by the way. <laughs> what is it again? Rimming parentheses mouth on anus featuring Piper's dojo. <laughs> That's the one, Andrew. Will and you share this with tomorrow you morning? Just- tomorrow morning, Andrew will be like. So, Doogie, are you going to share this to the <laughs> dojo? <laughs> are you going to put this on the Facebook? <laughs> this is what this is what happened last. You might, guys might have missed this in the first half hour. This is what happened last time I was on. <laughs> Listen, we try to be straight. We really are trying to straighten our fucking I mean, thing, and it just goes south every you time. You know, we. I feel like overall, we're we've been on upward trajectory. We haven't pissed too many people off recently. Mm, we'll see. We'll the biggest see. thing is just not letting you call people cunts and blame it on me. Dude, it was totally you. Listen. I feel like ever since the McCorder incident, you you guys have been getting less and less interesting. Ooh. Uh, oh, dude, he's, he's, he's trying to bait us. He's challenging us. Hey, uh, what's that second bullet point again? Yeah, Rimming mouth on anus. <laughs> Glenn, read it again. Might spread the virus. So, uh, Doogie, have you, been, have you been safe in your rimming? Uh, I, I have to say... This information is new to me, and uh, I, I, do, I, do, I do feel a sense of alarm having just found this out. <laughs> so I'm going to quickly blow through some more official New York uh, to, City bullet to, points. To be fair, though, I think Cameron is one we got to make sure that he understands these rules. Yeah, yeah. So, Cameron, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll just paste one in the chat for you, and you can, you can take a peek at this. Cammy needs to know this because he, he's the true coxman. I mean, I know he's tied to <laughs> but... If you've so been rimming is, in the last year or so, so this one this is this is not real, right? This is fake. This is fucking real. You, you guys I'll, are talking this about this is hundred percent. Right? No, yeah, no, 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 this is a legit the, the links in the chat, dude. It's a real fucking thing. All right, so I posted I posted one in the chat uh, for Cameron to read. <laughs> Cameron, please. Is read. he reading this out loud? Yeah. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, I was trying to. Okay, here we go. Where are we? Uh, right. 
Wear a face covering or mask. Maybe it's your thing. Maybe it's not. But during COVID-19, wearing a face covering that covers your nose and mouth is a good way to add a layer of uh, protection during sex. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Heavy... Heavy breathing and panting can spread the virus further. And if you or your partner have COVID-19 and don't know it, a mask can help stop that spread. To me, that makes perfect sense. Like, I don't see what the issue here is. I want to be naked except for a mask. Who knows to you? Here's here's my question, dude. Like, if you're banging someone, do you really think a mask is going to stop them from getting fucking COVID? (laughs) My question is, does semen not transfer COVID? So can, if you can you blow a load and check? I don't I don't know, dude. I only shoot puffs of smoke nowadays. <laughs> Glenn, you would know. If you could, can you can you blow a load in a chick and and not spread COVID to her? Cameron, the answer to your question is Saran wrap. <laughs> there you go. Go. That's what he, he says, did. He says cling film. <laughs> he's like he puts in the chat cling film the rim, and then he says what's cling film in American. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing It's definitely not cling film <laughs> I don't even know what that means Cling film It's fucking saran wrap Oh my god Cling saran film wrap. is saran wrap Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is outstanding Okay okay So we this one is uh, I'm going to post this one in the chat as well We're almost through these bullet points boys uh, yeah, this can is, we? Uh, you this know, is a I public came on this show to talk about bagpipes a bit. This is a public safety thing. This is important. So this one's for Doogie. No, this is actually Andrew. This is not why we're here. We totally tricked you <laughs> with these guys. Doogie, Doogie. Uh, <laughs> this, this, the new one in the chat. This is another guideline. I copy. I'm not reading it. this out loud. <laughs> Please read it out loud. It would be amazing. no. I want. I want to keep some of my customers, guys. <laughs> okay, uh, Fusco. <laughs> they don't listen to this. Why don't you do the fir- You do the first uh, bullet in the chat, and oh, you they can't do see this. listen to this. So imagine me doing this in Andrew Douglas's voice. Uh, okay. Make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers, like walls that allow sexual contact while preventing close face-to-face contact. So they, so the New York City government is officially advocating glory holes. This is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking thing. <laughs> is this for real? This is real. Oh my god. And then this is another one. Uh, masturbate together. <laughs> use, this for- use physical distance and face coverings to reduce the risk. I need to see this document. I, it's not the access- fucking links in the thing. What link? It's in Where the fucking are- notes. What notes? Oh my god. The show notes, jackass. Oh okay. Uh, condoms and dental dams can reduce contact with saliva, semen, or feces. So there's your cling wrap, Cameron. Uh, during go. oral or anal sex, visit nyc.gov/condoms to find out how to get free safer sex products. Washing up before and after sex is more important than ever. Wash hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Especially, Wash, especially if your dick smells like fish. Wash sex toys with soap and warm water. Disinfect keyboards and touch screens that you share with others. So that's for all the <laughs> masturbators in the audience. But I just want to say that we have it. The fucking city of New York officially approves glory holes. This is outstanding news. Outstanding news. Outstanding news. Because I the, love a good glory hole. I don't know about Glenn, but I I definitely. <laughs> Look at this. So Glenn's face, is, he's like this. I see a shot of Glenn like this. Andrew's like. They're both uh, doing it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. This is, uh, this is, uh, I, this I can't is, wait to get Bob Worrell on the show. $5 a month, motherfuckers. <laughs> Welcome, to the, <laughs> Welcome to the party. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Doogie, is that the same uh, place that I was there last fall? Yeah, man. Interesting. <laughs> so. Isn't it, it, it would be pretty much the same. Wouldn't it? It looks different. That wall looks different at the back there. <laughs> Listen, Doogie's got to go and like 
15 minutes. Yeah, so yeah. So I, now we it's, need some good Doogie stories. Yeah, now I've it's got all till, Doogie uh, stories. I've got till five. I've got a 5:45 cutoff. I'm still good for a while. Okay, that's right. Either way, so uh, I'm turning. I'm turning over the reins to uh, to Cammy Poo uh, and Glenn because they've they've got some Doogie stories that they wanted to tell the audience. I, I do have a question, and maybe one of you two guys will know the answer to this. The legend of Doogie at the SFU, the SFU oh, rookie. No. Speech that you got to give. <laughs> Were either of you there? Does anybody? Will anybody no. tell the true story of this fucking story? Neither of them were there. Neither of us were there. But I, I've spoken to ninety percent of the band who vouched for this as being an accurate uh, uh, portrayal of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, tell us what happened. What's the Andrew, controversy? Tell us what happened. <laughs> So, uh, sh- sure. Uh, you want to hear my side of the story? Let's hear Doogie's side of the story. Uh, so, so uh, SFU pipe band. Uh, this is a really. This is a. I want you guys to know this. This like uh, it hurts my soul a little bit. It hurt, like let's start the story by saying it hurts my soul a little bit when uh, people who were, were like still in diapers when I was in the SFU pipe band are telling this story to people at the bar in, in Winter Storm about me. And I'm standing there, I'm standing there in the group where, you know, we're having a pint or whatever. And then all of a sudden, uh, people who weren't even remotely in the band tell this story and it's not right. It's not right, I tell you. Okay, let's hear it. So, so, so what, do you, what do you got for us? So uh, uh, tradition in the SFU we're pipe setting band. the record straight. Here, live, Chan Ram Podcast. Big Rab doesn't set records straight. We do. Uh, so a tradition Wait, Pride Month, we're setting the record gay. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew, sorry. Is that, do you want to hear the story or not? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I do. Ring it, ring it. Uh, so uh, is to give a rookie speech the night before the world. So if it's your first year in the band, you get up and you kind of toast to the band, basically, is what it is. And it's a rookie speech. Everybody has to do it. Uh, fine. So uh, when I first joined the SFU Pipe Band, I was... Uh, 16 years old or something like that. So I was a young guy, super excited to play in the SFU pipe band. Was I 16 or was I seven? Why are you wincing there, Glenn? Well, I'm just trying to I'm trying to do the math. I'm trying to work it out. I get it. You won the Worlds uh, uh, before that. So I get it, man. It's fine. No, no. <laughs> so uh, 16 or so years old. Uh, and so I was really excited to play in the band. I learned all the music. I went over there, uh, went to the first practice and uh, <laughs> and uh, I was super excited. I had a great jam session. And then, uh, you know, then uh, at some point I chatted with somebody about like harmonies and like, what, you know, wh- whether or not I could contribute a couple ideas. And it wasn't necessarily really all that well received because I was just a young guy, you know, uh, just kind of showing up for the first time and people didn't really want to hear that shit. So I, you know, in retrospect, uh, now that I'm twice as more than twice as old as I was when I joined the SFU pipe band, I can see how that might have not have been the most diplomatic uh, move of, of my first practice. Uh, time went by, and you know, basically, my first year in SFU, I was just kind of a young, cocky guy that was probably a bit annoying. Can we leave it? Can we? Can that be a good summary? I mean, Glenn, you're around at the time. Well, so now, so now you're just an old, cocky I mean, guy that's I mean, a little bit annoying. <laughs> Um, I need to kind of um, preface this with you're one of my favorite guys, one of my favorite players. But, yeah, I know. I mean, we go we go way back. So and, I mean, and I, I, I would only ask each other. 
I would only ask your input, Glenn, because you're one of the most honest straight shooters I know. Yeah. One of my favorite people. <laughs> we, we, we knew each other when we were kids. So we, we knew what each other was. was fucking Canadian. Yeah, you knew what I was like. You know what I must have been like my first year in SFU. A dick. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. So I think that story is, is the same one that I told these guys last week after, uh, after we were on air. Which is Wait, you guys- told the story of me? I haven't gotten to the end of the episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. That instance about the harmony. Guys, is that as accurate as I told it? It's, pre- it's pretty accurate. Um, not as much CYA in your telling of the story as, as uh, Douglas. That's cover your ass for those of you that don't speak American. I want to make it clear. I want to make it clear. And it might still not be clear to people who are in the band at the time. I wasn't trying to be a dick. No. And I wasn't trying to criticize the harmonies in any way. I simply had an idea about the harmonies in uh, By and, My Aim and Fireside. Ideas, and ideas I just wanted to share it. be stifled. What's that? Yeah. Ideas shouldn't be stifled. You oh, man. They should. Shine, man. Y- y- y'all well, should have been there the first time a 16-year-old Josh told Fusco that he fucking sped up the tempo midway through a contest. He was not happy. <laughs> He's like, anyway, I'm fucking, I'm a fucking drummer, and I fucking knew the tempo. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, dude, chill, 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 chill. Yeah. And so, anyway, time came for the rookie speech. Uh, now, here's where the story. This is where the story. Is. Oh, you cut out for you cut out for just a moment there. Uh, restart from here's where the story. Uh, so it came time for the rookie speech, and here's where the story that people tell is not right. And it's not right in a three-dimensional way, okay? So it, it would have been the year 2002, and I gave my rookie speech, which was basically kind of cocky, sarcastic, in my character as a player in the band at that time. Young, cocky, kind of annoying. Let's go for it. Typical and at man. the very end of the speech, people are ch- laughing and chuckling a little bit, and my final punchline was, if, uh, if you guys play half as well, as me tomorrow will win the worlds for sure. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been told. That yeah. is fact. That's factual. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what that's and how Glenn described it. Go for you. Now, see, this is where people get it a hundred percent wrong, Glenn. Okay. And thank you for bringing this up. So, uh, the the performance with me, uh, the performance in two thousand and two went absolutely fine, no problems. Okay. Absolutely fine. No problems. I think we split the piping with FM that day. We did well. I feel like there's a but coming in. So uh, now there is a but. Here's the but. In 2004, a year in which I did not give a rookie speech, right? Otherwise known as two years. Uh, oh, this is your third year in the band. You're a veteran. In 2004, I made a critical error at the Worlds. I've written about this on my blog. Yep. Right. It's, great. it's a great story. I love that blog. Um, but in 2004, I made a critical error with the band at the Worlds. I didn't give a rookie speech that year. I was already a three-year so people player are combining in the band. And the I wrote stories. some of the material that year. So, uh, uh, so that's one thing people get wrong. So this, the, the thing that people like to talk about at the Winter Storm Kaylee is that right after that rook, cocky rookie speech, I screwed it up for the whole band. 100% not true. Two so, separate stories. Uh, totally missing. Oh, mis- okay. Misremembering the timeline. Okay. That's that's good, though. The timeline is absolutely wrong. and It makes for a like, less less fun story, though. Did you touch the spike in 2001? Uh, no, it was 2002 I touched it. But, no. yeah, I, the, the uh, general idea is absolutely I did. 2001. No, it would have been 2002. I wasn't in the band in two, yet in 2001. So tell us about 
no, why no, that no, matters. No. Yeah, I'll say, yeah. Let's elaborate on touching the spike. No, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because you joined in 2002. Correct. They won it in 2001, which Correct. is when you were not in the band and you touched it. No, I didn't touch it. Let me, let's, but I, what you're saying is, uh, like, I know what you you're getting at. It was technically years. the year 2002 when I touched it. Right. I got you. Okay. Right. So you, you had joined the band. Yeah. That was your first season. Yeah. But you had fucked it because you touched the spike. <laughs> and you cursed them. Now, see, this, this may be, see, I think this is way more true, even though it's still ridiculous. I think it's still way more true than the rookie speech bullshit <laughs> story let's, that let's, people let's, let's be clear here. They we... won it in 2001. Yes. You Would you like in... me to tell this story as well? <laughs> you joined in 2002. No, it's better if I do. You joined <laughs> in 2002. Fucking Christ. Unsuccessful. 2002, 3, 4, Thanks, 5, buddy. 6, 7. Correct. You leave the band at the end of the 2007 season. Correct. Bam! SFU wins two in a row. They didn't just win it in 2008. Oh, they smashed it. They smashed it. Oh, they smashed I don't know. When I, I was there, when I was there, the they year, just got rained on. That was the year after Andrew left, right? That's, that's, that's that, what I'm saying. Glenn, that's the so whole point his of Glenn's whole tenure, story. His whole tenure in SFU was... But wait a minute. Why do we... How do we explain... How do we explain in Verere? Well, hang on a second. So uh, there's more to that story, which is just a little bit. I just want to make that story even more visceral. We didn't not win the Worlds the whole year, the oh, whole no, time I, think, I was in the band. We didn't just not win it. Right. We were second, Five third, times? second, third, second, second when I was in the band. Jesus. Well, now you know how Scottish power feels. <laughs> uh, no. Not really, because like, <laughs> hopefully not, no one, no poor guy is like the, the reason for that. So, so then uh, I'm assuming you sacrificed a goat and that's how Inverary won twice. Uh. Yeah, or I mean, so uh, so it would no, appear no, no. that guys, 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 he didn't give any rookie speeches. Oh, oh that could be it. <laughs> so I have a question. A I have a question for the accumulated uh, guests of this episode. Since there is no World Pipe Band Championships, what do we agree on as a community? Do we agree that there's just no winner, or does the winner from last year carry over? Well, we'll start with Glenn. I think you'll look at the history books and say that it didn't happen, so there was no winner. Like, who's the reigning... So does the reigning world champion... Like, do I still call Inverary a world champion pipe band in 2021, or is just nobody... Like, Let, well, me, I, let me weigh, on, weigh in on this. It would be extremely bad luck for anyone <laughs> to do so. Uh, just it's oh, cool. I disagree with that. I think I think that's when that's when they're going to defend their title. You're still so, yeah, you're still technically incumbent, right? Like yeah, no. You know, no so nobody's you, incumbent you, you at this point. It's anybody's there. it's anybody's game. At risk of uh, at risk of uh, you know at risk once again of, cursing. Uh, yeah, at risk of cursing anything again, I would say definitely not. What do you think, Cameron? Inverary are the world the world champions until they're not the world champions anymore, and that'll be. I would agree. Whenever they get, I agree with that. That's I I, I agree as well. Yeah, it's like it's like a fucking it's like a belt, dude. Like. Yeah, exactly. They won't be on the trophy for twenty twenty for twenty twenty. That doesn't matter. But from August the fourteenth in twenty twenty nine until whatever in twenty twenty one. Hopefully, if there's another worlds, they're they're. 
the reigning champs and they'll play the concert as the reigning champs reigning before the world. I have... Kemi has jumped into a time traveling machine there and gone back in time from 2029 to 2021. <laughs> He's had a lot to drink. Just, just let I it, think let he go. meant to say 2019, <laughs> but yeah. Twenty sorry, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, so here's won the last time. Hold on. Hold I on. have a I have a humble suggestion for the group. Hear me out. We take the fucking World Pipe Man Championship trophy. Where oh, there's God. just little things year by year of each band that won every single year. Just talking about that trophy makes me queasy. In in for twenty twenty, we we inscribe the winner as Zoom.com. Because <laughs> Zoom was the winner this year. Absolutely. And then and then we just move on. We just move right past it. I do have a question that one of the audience wrote in. We, we did ask for questions from That's true. Uh, the patrons and stuff. So, Andrew, somebody wrote in that wanted to ask you a question. He says, uh, this is from Eric. Eric says, Doogie, why are you such a dick? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Hold on. I wasn't supposed to read this. Sorry. Hold on. I feel like we talk about. Uh, oh, I'm so. I wish I had a mini spike. That would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Cammy thinks it's a bit lanky to have a mini spike. Oh, Cammy, you're not into that, man. Did Phil yeah. make you that? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Phil. See, Phil was out of the business by the time we won. I do, uh, Cam. Oh my God, look at you got the mini spike. That's fantastic. I know. I'm so jealous of the so mini spike. Sweet. It's got the ears on there. Years. That just I looks eat. like a, I'll, I'll write Phil again. That that's literally just a thing you fucking put receipts on, man. Like, have you ever never been to like an old school diner? <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, hold like, on, dude. Doogie, I'll get you a mini spike tomorrow on Amazon. Like, it's just a fucking it's an old school diner thing. You slap receipts on so you don't lose them. I'll, okay, yeah, let's get him one. So, Cam, uh, what's your best Doogie story? I need a, I need a Doogie story. So all, all the I I only have glowing positive reports on Doogie. All the all the bad. I mean, uh, interesting stories. Uh, pretend you don't uh, work for him for a second. Now tell him the Doogie story. Yeah, pretend you don't work for me like Andy all the time. I'm about to say I've already got I've already got one corporate stooge I got to deal with. I don't need two, man. <laughs> Listen, I love Doogie and I love the dojo. Uh, dojo. dot com. No, no. Chainerain. slash tuning. Tuning. Yes. Do it. Okay, exactly. You would think like, I all, you would think the... I didn't highlight the correct link reads in the show notes, but I'm, I fucking do. I'm watching these fucking guys because they they make me laugh watching them fucking drink. <laughs> Go ahead, Ken. All the all this all the stories I I've got on Ziggy, are I I got from Glenn Brown. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember back to oh, Christ when it was, but it was we were we we missed a flight in on the way back from London, I think. And me and Glenn sat down for a long time in Heathrow Airport when Glenn was going raj at the at EasyJet on his phone. Oh, yeah, you and we talked we talked we talked about Doogie for about three hours and um, <laughs> Wait, you're you're having us on, right? There's not there's nothing to talk about. No, I'm, I'm serious, serious, yeah. There's not uh, that much to talk about. Oh my okay, god. Yeah, well it was just just about the the whole um, the whole time me and Glenn it was only when we were in America in uh, Schenectady that we met up with you me and Ali met up with you that was like your Inverary I don't know was it just a a meet up with Ali a kind of I I won't say addition but like a a little run through stuff with Ali and you brought your your little 
three dollar practice chanter and you three dollars mate this is a this is a classic Aye, the, right wee the wee toot flute and you that's the same, <laughs> that's the same that I use yeah is it and, no uh, no that's a bit different Mine's we were gonna we were gonna meet up in the um, Celtic Hall in Schenectady today but it turned out that Andrew had been uh, they wouldn't let him in banned but, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't he'd let Andrew been, in the rocket room <laughs> he'd been banned He'd been banned from the band hall that hosts like the whole of piping in, yeah. in northern New York, so we couldn't meet there. So we, uh, luckily, wait, wait, we wait, met. Wait, wait, wait. Can you tell us why that was, Andrew? Why were you banned? Uh, to be one hundred percent honest, I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> like, like I'm being serious. I really don't, I don't know. Uh, however, okay. uh, it was part of the. Uh, it was. It was all. It's all part of the uh, Oren Moore meltdown. Right. Okay. Interesting. Enough said. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was trying to be helpful, and they, they weren't up for it. Anyway, we we met in the, uh, one of the Schenectady drummers. I mentioned him on last week's show, actually, Matt Kelly, when we were over there. Great we guy. Sat down. Yeah. Sat down. Had a couple of beers, and fuck, I, I was filming everything with a with a GoPro because I said that that was the only way I got three weeks off my work. I was like. It was what you what you call it? Um, continual personal development. I was like, I'm going to take this big trip, and we're going to go and play at the Virginia Tattoo. And it's going to, you know, be the highlight of my career. <laughs> uh, so I was I was filming everything. So that must have been what six years ago. Well, it would have uh, it would have been 2016, 2016. spring of 2016. Because yeah. that was that wasn't was that when you were? I went. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's only since then, and then obviously we played in the band together and you you've we've hosted you a couple of times when you've been over which has been a great pleasure and we've been playing played next to each other a couple of years in the old band oh man those are the good days i we always <sighs> played next to each other but then on the day of the worlds i i got upgraded to the spot in between greg canning and jock elliott the day of the world almost we, every we, year we, i get are, we, I get are moved. we calling that an upgrade oh 100 percent <laughs> Listen, if you're standing next, of, if you're standing next in to Jack Elliott, uh, I don't know. Oh, let's put, put that down. We should get him on. You're gonna catch some fucking something. Yeah, we should get him on. You need a good player to split the fifers, man. You need to <laughs> a strong, a strong, a strong player to split the fifers, dude. And it's, it's nothing to do with piping. Do you know what? You know, um, I, I want to be clear. This does not come from me. But do you know when I show up now? Uh, Greg Canning always says, "Oh, thank God, my jock blocker's here." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, episode like, title: Andrew like, Douglas, comma about? jock blocker. This I is can... the best spot in the band. Okay, it's the best spot in the band. So I, he's just having a joke, but dude, it's I still pretty funny. Uh, when we when we went in 2017 with the most losingest band in the history of time, um, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I, I was fucking. I was next to the pipe major every fucking time. That's because you were the worst player. Fuck you! No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was the one not fucking it up. Wait, 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 wait. The the, the spot beside the pipe major is the best spot in the. Oh, band. I loved it because me? I'm a big fan of, and I, I have this when instructors come to town too. Like when instructors come to town, uh, any chance I get, I want to be like I sit front row as close to the fucking person as I can. Because like, dude, if I'm fucking it up, those. if I'm fucking up, I want to know. I don't exactly. want to. I don't want to be in the back and waste my time. Like like Ross if Miller, yeah. If you're if you're on the right hand side of the pipe major, 
You're good. If yeah. you're on the left hand side, ah, of the fuck, thing, I was on the left hand side, yeah, dude. He's fucked. You're sh- your shit. <laughs> Uh, that's I didn't yeah, Josh. I didn't fuck up. You're in the left yeah. hand side. That's, I watched two. Rule, right? I watched two people fuck up harder than me across the circle, man. Hold on, I have questions, Glenn. In 2017, who are you playing with? I played with shots. Played I remember shots. this because we were in that park. Yeah, I remember dude. seeing fucking Glenn, uh, and I'm like, I didn't know you then. Obviously, I'm, you're just like this hero to me. Like, hey, there's one of the Brown brothers. Well, Glenn Blair, not you should fucking, have, you should not have, Graham. You Graham should have like hero, but less less Canadian heroes, bro. I got a funny story about Glenn playing at shots in 2017. Dude, I love it. So, but, uh, uh, but continue it, your story. You saw him in the park. I just remember seeing him there. My point was, we remember we practiced in, in park in Glasgow yeah, or dude. whatever. And that was, that was shots was over there and then the band from uh, Donlin's band. What's his band from Maryland? What are they called? Uh, McMillan. Fuck. McMillan, they McMillan were playing in a park. Yeah. We were all practicing there just to, because there's a bunch of pipe bands there. It was fucking awesome. And Glenn Cavito was playing with Shots at the time. I remember seeing him in Shots. Like, fuck, I know that guy. I know that fucking guy. It was so cool. That was a lot of fun, man. <laughs> anyway. Don't be wrong. I had a great time uh, for the losingest pipe band in history oh, of we losing. Were, oh, yeah. We, we <laughs> lost every time. Like I said, it's statistically impossible. Improbable. Very improbable. <laughs> to get fucking last in every, every major. Every contest, <laughs> yes. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Glenn, you're my hero. Cam, oh, you're a cunt. You. Uh, Andrew, you're my boss, so I'll say nice things about you. But whatever, go ahead. Uh, you have to because you're in the doghouse. <laughs> I know. I, I got. I got. What dig did out you do? Hole. Oh, I've got things. Were, I you, were you bad boy? We're not talking about it on the show. <laughs> not, for sure. not live. We're not talking about it. Especially yeah. Um, so uh, funny story about Glenn 2017. So uh, Inver was fortunate enough to win the worlds in 2017. It was a good moment. Finally broke the curse. Lots of good things happening. Uh, time passes, right? October 2017, one of those days, sitting at my computer doing a bit of work. All of a sudden, I get this ding on my Facebook Messenger pop on. It's Glenn. Glenn's like, so Doogie, got a question for you. And I'm like, hey, Glenn, what's up, buddy? Nice to hear from you. He's like, and he's like, I'm like, fire away, man. He's like, what do you think the worst band to ever win the Worlds is? And then, uh, and then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was like, I don't know, Glenn. It's kind of a kind of put me on the spot here. And then, uh, and then hey, he that, didn't get back to me. For that like wasn't an the hour. early drone year. No, then he went. Then he disappeared for like an hour. So I was like, wait a minute. Is he trying to say wait, what I think he's trying to say? Shots were great that year, though. We got, you know, the it was good. Dude, I have good. a I have a question about your 2017 World Pipe Band Championships win. Um, before the winners were announced, what did you do after you guys uh, got off the field? Like between the time uh, oh, they like played, locked us in the bus. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. We that's fucking put we put him and Stu in the bottom of the bus. That's right. They didn't even know yeah. they were cha- world champions yet. That's right. I forgot about that. That's a, <laughs> that was a great that's video. A, that was a great video. Great video. Thank you for doing that. So, um, in defense to me, it wasn't uh, the fun was just busting my balls. I think, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, the next spring, like it was, it was, um, like maybe March time. And, uh, I thought I would just wind you up. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it worked. I still remember it. See and everyone just everyone... ask you, I told you, I told you as well, you know, right. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I think, uh, <laughs> everyone think 20- thinks Glenn's the nicest guy, but he's a master manipulator. Glenn is fucking super fun. Like he's he's he's, he's, he's just, setting the stage now with like little fuck arounds 
to, you know, like just get everyone off their game for Worlds 2027 when we can actually go back to Glasgow. Glenn reminds me, like Glenn reminds me that he's number one in like very clever ways. Oh my God. How so? I can't wait to hear this. Well, just that it's just things like that, you know. Like Glenn won like, like, rock as far as and, and accolades go. As far as as far as career accolades go, Glenn still got me by a mile, right? Oh, and I don't think I I, th I I think he knows it. And so I think he likes to just send these little <laughs> messages every now and then, like, so Doogie, you know, like He's like, Hey, by the way, know. I won the P Brock and Glenn Fiddick in twenty nineteen. But yeah. but uh, but then Andrew's like, Hey, guess what? I'm on a cruise every fucking year on the expense of my fucking. <laughs> and yeah. you focus on something. That was the only different. time I have ever gotten Glenn back is to put him in the interior room in the cruise. <laughs> like, you gotta give him the fucking suite. Man. Yeah, dude. You gotta, you gotta fucking. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, me, fucking me, uh, Fuko, Fuko and Carl are sleep, sleeping ass to ass. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Callum Beaumont fucking spooning for a week. Dude, that was you great. Know? Hey, hey it's, it's Cameron. It was just especially wants me. bad because it was before they had the virtual, um, the I, virtual <laughs> screens that show the outside of the ship. Right, dude, it was bad. I bet, I bet, Cam, I bet, Cam, I bet uh, Callum's a good snuggler. I will dude, tell you though, um, uh, Keegan's I, the I, best I did snuggler. Get, um, Stephanie to uh, put sunscreen on me. You know, I know. We... there's video evidence of that too. Dude, I need to see this video. Please send me. I cannot imagine a, like the Piper's Dojo cruise is something I want to go so bad because I cannot imagine a larger group of just pasty fucks. It's phenomenal. Just, dude. Getting, just getting annihilated in the Caribbean. I have a question though. One, Cameron wants to know why the fuck he's never been in, invited to the Dojo That's cruise. not true. I've invited Cammy on the cruise. What the fuck, man? Uh, when? Maybe it was, was drunk, maybe it was during the second hour of the last Channerant podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cam, Cam, yeah, I don't I'm, want you. To... I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that Cammy, you've been invited because Andrew, you've told me that you've invited him before. Uh, if maybe I thought I did and I didn't, but Cammy, there's an open invite if you want to come say, on the cruise. Cammy, well, I've I been invited, I'm... so you've definitely been invited. <laughs> Cammy and I would would love to take part in your next cruise. Dude, it's phenomenal. All right, like if I was invited, All right guys, I interior room booked. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! But no, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be the fucking suite. It'll be all five of us, just ass to ass, like, snuggling a big old bed. Hey man, hey, this is what you gotta do? Four people in a room: me, Cameron, think, Glenn, and Josh. oh yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't get invited. I didn't get invited for my piping acumen. No, I got invited to document. Document, yeah, it's all about your documentation. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. The the uh, yeah, but absolutely, we'd love to have Cammy do it, and Glenn, we'd love to have Glenn back as well. The problem is the economics of it, right? So, it's very expensive for each staff that you add. And I'm so a cheap whore. What Andrew's saying is I'm a cheap whore. He brings me. Back. No, he's a he's an astute businessman. <laughs> <laughs> they mean the same thing. It's but the same thing. Listen, he can. Uh, all right, I'm not gonna. I'm, There's a reason neither of us have fucking piping conglomerates with staff. All right, no, no, no. <laughs> we're cheap horse. <laughs> so, so he's just like, an, just so he's you know, an astute businessman. <laughs> he's very astute. Yeah. Absolutely. Just so you know, I'm not that cheap. Although that year I put, uh, I do feel bad about the interior room, Glenn. You know, I feel a bit bad about it. But uh, no, it's like, uh, it's like 1,200 bucks plus tax per person uh, to <laughs> just get Christ. their room to just get their room on the cruise. Um, and then, uh, and then now we buy people's drink package too. So 
That's yeah. like my oh, first oh, right. year. So, my, so, my first year, mm-hmm. I had to pay the drink package. Second year, I didn't have to. It was great. If it's any me, consolation, me you save a money on non-drinker. You couldn't splurge to get me the upgrade for the fucking room. You couldn't spend that money and put me into. <laughs> <laughs> You're saving fucking hundreds on me not drinking. <laughs> Glenn, do you By the way, non, non-drinkers, drink. non-drinkers on cruises are more expensive than drinkers. You have to keep this in mind. The the, the I cruise had, I had one drink. The cruise and, and wants the drinking crowd. Yeah, they do. Do you remember know the I had a drink and uh, it was put on like Carl's card or your card. <laughs> You remember that? And the guy, the guy was like, "What room are you in?" And I was like, uh, "Hmm, what room am I in?" <laughs> he was like, "Is this your card?" I said, uh, "Nope, it's not my card." He's like, "Well, then it's uh, fourteen dollars for this drink." I was like, Wait, "Hang on a minute, fourteen dollars for a fucking vodka and coke or whatever." Yeah, it was. yeah, dude, yeah. it's crazy. Anywho, man, uh, I would love to go and just stand around with a camera and get blackmail on everyone for hours. Yeah, I think that's why he doesn't do it because, like, outside of the hours of like the the classes. It's well, here's here. I mean, Doogie knows this. I'm a consummate professional when it comes to creative endeavors. Like, uh, it's it's his footage, not mine. I'm just shooting it. Right. Yeah, he's in control. Hey, don't show that thing where Doogie was like, "Hey, he's dancing on the bar with and it was killed." <laughs> like, don't show, don't post that. <laughs> So, all right, hold on, Glenn. What's your? It's like I said, I, I don't. I just don't. I just want to be able to feed my family, guys. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to lose you, fucking members. Don't That's worry. all it is. Sue Kennedy's su- subscribing, regardless. Don't worry, we're good. So, Glenn, what's your best <laughs> Doogie story? Uh, my favorite Doogie story is um, it's it's over a period of time, and like I said, we grew up competing against each other, and we're like best buds. I had the upper hand for one weekend growing up. This is true. This is the story. He, he, I, I beat him all the time. And he came up to me at 40 Highland Games and he said, you're going down today. Like pointed in my face, you're going down. And but let's be clear. Me. Let's be clear. We had a good rapport. Like, I think you knew I was joking, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, it was great. But I did find it amusing because that would never cross my mind, even as a joke, to go up to someone and you fucking you, went you down smoked me. You smoked me so bad every time. And and you won all four events. You had four, four babies. And, uh, hey, there's and healthy then, competition among friends. That's a thing. Oh, Let me ask you Definitely. this. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like you had a bad day that day? Like, how did I do it? Well, I think Lucky I broke panel? down in four events. What's that? I think I broke down in four events. You broke down in four events. So you had a bad day, day then? I'm you kidding. That, that, no, that's I'm a, kidding. That's the definition I, I, no, of a bad no, no, day. No, I think I think you just you dominated, man. But I, yeah, when I think back in, on 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 in hindsight, four Erie Highland Games is not the time that I really cared about shining you know what i'm saying early in the year for sure yeah. early in the year 100 percent. yeah like i you know i have a healthy competitive spirit i want to do enough solo contests to rise to grade two to play against fusco and then as soon as i beat him i'm gonna retire well i'll tell you what to do i'll tell you what to do josh you can subscribe to Play for Sheets. Request me. I'll write you some. Critiques. Wait, wait, wait. What if I? What if I'm having trouble tuning myself? Then what do I do? Well, I, we can we can encourage you to um, take part in the dojo tuning clinic <laughs> and the tuning free stuff that Glenn me there. will be and, there. Um, tuning clinic. Wait, so I could hand in hand. I could go to channerant.com/tuning. I could you know become better at tuning my own instrument. And then eventually uh, learn a grip via play for sheets. 
I don't they're, know. They're, they're thorough. Out. You can read the review on the on the uh, Facebook page. You know? <laughs> Very thorough. And then and then I can finally beat Fusco and retire. It's, it's never gonna happen. Dude, it's I got never you, gonna happen. I, you get nerves. I don't get nerves. I'm dead inside. I do get nerves. That's true. You gotta keep but in mind, I'm dead inside. You gotta play. You to gotta earn this. your way up to grade two first. That's uh, okay. I got time. He's yeah. got plenty. Of time. You gotta keep in mind, I'm a lot younger than you. I got time. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll tell you what. You got three guys right here that could judge this. You guys could do Duh, a the Chanaran right now. pipe Ooh. off. Glenn, I love this idea, dude. Glenn, Cameron, and Doogie judging. Just, just Josh versus Fuko. Josh versus Fuko. Exactly. The Chanarant MSR. Okay. No grades. No associations. Let's um. Ooh, let's do I this. I like this idea. One MSR Guys, per person. Stop. Stop this right now. I'm listening. Let's do this. Let's set a date and a time right now. All let's right. I'm three ready. months from now. June. Three, four months from I now. I want to do June thirty fourth, twenty thirty. Oh my god. Is that too soon? Oh my god. <laughs> I will work my ass off to crush Josh. There's no doubt. Hey. I say let's, let's say, make it dude, we can make this an annual thing. How about the day guys, of the worlds? I'll tell you guys, what. How about the day of the worlds? No, that's that's doable. You think so? And I'll tell yeah. you I'll tell you what we'll do, right? August is blind, doable. Blind recording. So we don't know who's who. No, no, it'll just be audio. It'll just be audio, yeah, audio. recording. And then boom. We'll we'll just submit MSRs. Mm, this live is judging, live sheets. Let's do this shit live. We, well, we'll, we'll you and I will know who's lives. who, but they won't know who's who. I don't want to we'll do, do it live. Stuff. I just fucking no. The, the judging is live. Oh, not, okay. not the yeah, playing. no. The live. Yeah, we'll, we'll play recorded. it. We'll play it on the show. Yeah, and then they'll judge it. Yes, they're live. We're not live. Yes, the recording. Is well, live. no. Like we'll do. We'll do like we're doing right now, and yeah. then we'll play the recording. And we do pipe band file. Uh, mm. Try fail win. And do it live, baby. That's a fucking Ooh, great I idea. I like this idea. I like yeah. this idea. I think you guys have to play live. Oh, you want us to play live? I don't wow. want to play yeah. live. No, 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 no. Record no? it, and then on the show, they can, yeah, they we can do, play like, the recording. We want to get we want to get the judge reactions live. Yeah, because yeah. I think if it, this it is, is live. Be, be shit. It's yeah, gonna be recorded. We'll totally okay, yeah. fuck it up. So like, uh, and then the next thing would be, like, you guys got to take it seriously, and you have to not interact in the process of preparing for this. Well, and here's like, like well, a real fight. Like a real here fight. should what here should mean? be the rule. So this is one of the things that online contests I feel like have missed. I want an honor rule in online contests. So like, if I was going to throw one, it would say one take. That would be my rule. Be like, you hit record, you fucking play. Whatever you play, you stop recording. That's it. I wish online contests were, and there's no way to enforce it. No, but I think I th- no. I think we should go. Listen, I, I think it should be an honor. I think it should be an honor. I think it should be an honor rule. No, because he's he's guys. I don't know if you know this. I'm pretty good at playing bagpipes. He's better than me. <laughs> I'm better, but I nerves fuck with me. So, but I think we should pre- we should prepare our best performance regardless i think it should be one take dude and, I, and you can so practice you can practice a hundred times if i could weigh in on this glenn go ahead i'm listening my, my take would be uh a, a one and done just just one 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 go at it and and away you go like like practice it's a, like yeah it's just like just like it's a contest like okay. that's one of the things i, I think one I mean, of the things i, I think I, online contests are it. missing i, I think they're missing the i the the pressure and the nerves i think that one of the things you have to do is, I mean, between now and fucking August, you could play an yeah. MSR 7,000 times. Just Boys, record you, it once. 
You don't you don't get to step onto the Glenfiddich stage and go, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let me do that again. So wait, I say sorry. no yeah, matter. Can I start that again, please? If your best run if your best run is uh next week. Oh, I screwed that up. If your best run best run is in like a month, it doesn't matter. Like just make sure that there's a it's a one and done. You hit record, you play, you stop. Okay. So I mean, guys, so guys, I gotta go in five minutes. So is this thing on? It's on. All right. Gentlemen's September, wager? September first. Uh, is, my, is my date. What is what does the winner get? What's 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 happening here? Let's let's think shotguns of four loco, the loser. <laughs> the loser gets shock collar for an entire show. He's oh, gotta wear a shock collar. The the entire show, the loser has to wear a shock collar and controlled by controlled by Megan. Oh god no. Not by not by the winner, controlled by Megan. The oh, Dominatrix. Okay. You guys you guys listen to the show, right? Um do you think Megan would come on the Day of the Worlds so that she could uh, she could put the collar on the loser immediately once the result? Oh, is to out? shock we, to shock we, one of us! Absolutely. What if we do this, guys? What if Josh and I have to perform on the show at the time? Like, let's say September first or show. Success? No, I don't want to. No, we should we should because I I'm less concerned with a video of our performance as I am with watching these guys rip it apart. No, that they can do it fucking live. I'm going to stand right there and play my MSR and you're going to stand right there and play your MSR and then these three fucking guys are going to judge it after we play it. So it's like the it's like the mini it's a Chanarant. <laughs> it's a Chanarant you versus me. And it's, we got to fight night. on the fucking fight on night. The show. Okay. Okay, I'm game. Yeah. What do you guys it think? It needs to be done as much like a real fight as possible. The problem is who's going to fucking Okay, so you're going to have to manage this shit while I'm up. No, you just fucking No, no, no. We cuz I don't want to see who's playing. Yeah, ah, that's there. a thing. No, that's the thing. They want a blind. They want a blind test. They want audio. So you need to have an. You need to have an impartial third party manning the station during the. During I think the fight. we should just record it. Just record it and have it be audio only, no video. Or yeah, put put put, put a fucking blanket up over the camera so we can't see. No, we'll be behind the camera. Nobody will know. Me or me, Josh, Josh, me. Either well, way, one of us. One, one of right us will be. One of us will be gone. How so? Because the fucking camera looks... See, there's a camera right yeah, there. Yeah, we're going to stand right behind One of the <laughs> fucking camera, yeah, dude. Yeah, but while you're standing behind that camera, I will be sitting right fucking here. No, we'll both stand there so nobody knows. I think we should just record it. We'll have Megan sitting there and fucking... This is Courtney sitting here. They'll be like, hey, all right. Nine, that's nine number that one. Works. <laughs> number one, go. Whoever it is, we'll pick a fucking thing out of a hat. Okay, first. so here's what we can do. We'll mute... We'll mute the video on the stream. There'll be no video audio only. Oh. That's basically what Glenn just said, and you weren't listening because you're being wanks. That's our, that's our <laughs> He said just cover the camera with a blanket so we can't yeah. see. I don't have to, don't don't have to cover it. We're going to be behind the camera anyway. What does it matter? Guys, you realize I don't have to cover the camera with a blanket for you not to see. I can just click a button. Like, we, come on. Yeah, I can stand behind fucking, it. Yeah, is, the camera's right there. Ooh. I'm gonna stand. So over then, there. yeah, turn turn the camera off. Then it yeah, we'll turn the, we'll turn the camera off. Dude. It'll be audio only. There, okay, so on, boys, all I need to know is the date that I need to destroy Josh by. That's all I need to know. Uh, Pick a date. You right, said boys. you said September. I said September first. August eleventh. August eleventh is open. Is it a, what day of the week is it? I don't fucking know. My calendar's loading slow because I have a, a seventeen-person. August eleventh. Perfect. I don't even get. It doesn't even fucking matter. I'm gonna destroy him either way. Let's do it. Also, band practice canceled August 11th. <laughs> no band practice August 11th. Uh, done. Andrew, so it's, it's going to be it's going to be double March to spin Rio. No, 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 no. Just an MSR. Don't give me yeah. that oh, shit. Oh boy. 
God you got to keep in mind, guys. Last time I competed solo was grade three, like four years ago. <laughs> One MSR, Jesus. One MSR. Come on, man. We're not like fucking pros like you guys. Goddamn. What time are we doing it? What time are we doing it on the eleventh? Uh, if it's a Tuesday, it's gonna have to be evening. Uh, we can do it earlier because you you don't have a job. I don't have a job. I have a job by then. You think so? Yeah. The date is absolutely non-negotiable. Like once we set the date, that has got to be fight night. Let's pick a Saturday. Let's because then it's easier, right? Like Saturday the fifteenth, maybe. Like we'll just use the Saturday after that. Yeah, just Saturday, Saturday 15th. the fifteenth at eleven a.m. West Coast time. So like you're you're busy. O'clock. You're busy ten to twelve. Yeah, but that's just because it's blocked out. I can make the exception. I can make this work. I'm gay. Does that work for Does that work for Cammy and Glenn? August fifteenth, Cammy and Glenn at like. 11 o'clock PST, so like 7 o'clock Glasgow time. Yeah, I'm game. 7 p.m. Let's do it, baby. That'll be fucking that'll, that'll be funny PM. shit. So unless unless something changes, and, and I would have to let you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be. Yeah, I mean, minus like the world's happens, but that's not going to happen, right? Nope. Like we, we have some minor, we can make some minor adjustments to time, but like let's just say 7 p.m. Glasgow time. 11 p.m. 11 a.m. Pacific time. 2 p.m. Eastern time. All right. 11. Fight night. August 15th. Fight night. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm putting it in. Uh, I'm putting it in the uh, Google Calendar. I'm excited. It's gonna be awesome, guys. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I gotta take off. Yay! No worries. Uh. Doogie, you got any final thoughts? Um, final thoughts. Thank you so much for ta- uh, bringing up the rookie speech. <laughs> so great. So I'm so Doogie, excited about you, that. Buddy. See you soon. I would, uh, you know, I, you know, I would love to hear anyone who challenge who had, who would like to challenge my side of the story. I'd like someone to have, you know, uh, to have a chat with them about this. I mean, in a, in a way, it's flattering that a legend has been created about me. Well. Should we address Owen? Isn't it just an allegory? Is it, is it a legend? <laughs> what is? It, what do you think Owen has to say about this? You're not going to bring him on, are you? <laughs> I don't know, Owen. So no, no. probably not. <laughs> but he was the one that was like, hey, Doogie said this, and this is the legend of the Doogie story. Yeah, thing. yeah, I have heard Owen tell the legend before, yeah. But he wasn't even there, correct? But, you know, you, first of all, you have to remember, like, Making a big mistake in a band like SFU is contending to win the world. Uh, It's not something that feels great. So when people are running around saying I did my rookie speech the same year, it's kind of a kind of kind of hits hard. You know what I mean? I can imagine, man. It's not like it's not like uh, we all don't work really, really hard to do the best we can at the worlds. So like the idea that it was some sort of big joke to me and as a, you know, major asshole kind of hurts. Dude, I, I marched in on a destroyed ankle and still got last. Yeah. You know, and then the, the other thing that hurts about it is these people weren't even in the band at the time. That's what I'm saying. Owen wasn't there at the time. That's the legend. And he loves to tell the story. Apparently. All right, cool. Uh, Doogie, I love you, man. I hope to see you soon in, in real life, not just not just over video chats. Well, there was something earlier on the show. You're having me out, right? Oh, yeah, we're flying in. We're ringing... We're going to Stone Mountain uh, with the band that shall not be named, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Glenn, we'll do that. Cammy and 
Doogie are all going to play in the band. Shall Stone Mountain 2021. <laughs> but guys, just remember it wouldn't, it wouldn't give the band any advantage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Having three outstanding players in a grade four band would not matter at all. Well, that'd, that'd be, um, like that'd a, be three more than we have now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where the points are made up and the rules don't matter. Yeah. 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 It'd be fine. All right. Love you, buddy. Uh, hey, all right, boys, I'm going to sign out as well here. So thanks for having me again. Love you, Glenn. Glenn Thank thanks you, for brother. coming back. Uh, you know, you guys are too much fun not to have. Cam, uh, any final Sheets. thoughts? Sheets.com, everyone. Playing for Sheets.com. <laughs> just, Something like that, right? Just, just repeat the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Google it. Just Google it. Playing for Sheets. Uh, don't Google it, man. Don't pay for advertising. You know, yeah, playforsheets.com. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you'll get a referral on to the dojo. There you go. Interesting. <laughs> so I do have one question before we finish, uh, Cam. What made you decide to start playing for Sheets.com? Uh, again, it. And that's all the time we have, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us oh, for that. Oh <laughs> my God, that's such a cunt move but okay. for the Chatteray Podcast. Um, this has been episode one twenty. Uh, please invite, share with your friends, and if you're interested in supporting the show. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash chanterant. Fuko, I'm going to go ahead and play this out. Fuck okay. it.